figured that. That's not the only thing that's rotten. You're just not going to address the elephant in the room? I know I'm not wearing this shirt. I'm, okay. I'm talking about deal. this hostage situation. Are you kidding me? Wait, 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 hang on. This hostage situation? Yeah. You mean this... The one we're in right now. This little delay that yes. we have at the airport? This lawless desert we're stuck in. We're in Dallas, yeah. Texas. They're, they're, yeah. I might not be able to see my kids ever again. Are you kidding me? We're home on Monday. We just saw them eight hours ago. Right? I don't know about you, but I'm scared to death. They're saying about? it could be up to one hour to 24 hours. We're stuck here, so I'm pretty sure we're boarding like right now. God, I sure hope so. Welcome back, everybody. It, the war report is here. Um, if you're fresh off of either loving or hating Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, being terrified of cats, or just finishing up your Christmas shopping, we are back. To talk about the winter finales of both AEW Dynamite and NXT, I am your co-host Johnny. Johnny, always joined by my man Cyrus. Cyrus, how are you feeling, man? Um, if you follow me on Twitter, H underscore visibility, you would know that I kind of just got discharged from the hospital. Uh, I had spinal surgery to get all my implant, my metal implants removed. So if I sound sluggish, that's why. And I just took two oxycodone before recording. I just, but I, I just want to say I'm a okay. Like, I just want to say before we start off, like Cyrus is obviously an Iron Man. I'm really, I really appreciate that he's here <laughs> to record, and the fact that he watched AOW before this. Um, yeah, man. Thank you. That, that I just wanted to start off <laughs> and saying that. Thanks, man. And hopefully they put um, uh, some, like, Captain America super serum into... <laughs> having... Uh, I told my mom when she was in the hospital with me, I told her at 8 o'clock, please find the USA Network on the hospital TV. And, you know, I was just watching the hell out of the show. And then I was just like, oh, like, I don't have my laptop with me, so I don't know how I'm going to watch AEW. So I had to, like, pull it up on my phone, and I had to, uh, you know, find means to watch it, and the amount of times that I dropped my phone <laughs> on the hospital floor is hilarious. I mean, listen to this guy, everybody. This guy is dedicated. <laughs> like, even in the hospital, he's gearing up for the war report. That's how much we care about the show. So, like, again, thank you for... You know, doing this and like, I hope you have a speedy recovery. You know, yeah, man. Shout out to everybody that listens as well. All that, uh, all the positive stuff uh, people say. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm getting winded. <laughs> I right. can't say too much. <laughs> all right, so like, let's get into it. Let's jump into it. So, a little bit of news before we get into the shows real fast. The Young Bucks have taken a hiatus from Twitter. Uh, there's been a lot going on since the end of ALW Dynamite. Uh, they've deactivated, both Matt and Nick have deactivated both their Twitter accounts. Uh, the man known as Papa Buck actually came out on Twitter and said uh, this about that. Thanks for all the love we were getting from everyone wondering about Matt and Nick. They are fine and just needed a well-deserved break from the toxicity on here. They are the most sweetest and generous guys ever. They don't deserve the hate they get. Love you all. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, we suggested the highest to clear their minds. 
They gave 110% of their blood, sweat, and tears to the point of pure exhaustion. Uh, they've got nothing else to give. Haters are going to hate and always find something. I found this funny because, one, they block uh, a lot of people. And um, if you yeah, watch that's they, they, they make fun of people a lot. So, you know. They dogpile on stuff just as much as everybody else does on, you know, on the WWE, you know. And now that the hate is on them or, you know, the tables is turned, oh, I got to take a break from the toxicity, blah, 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 this and that. When throughout all the years they were, you know, having fun, quote-unquote, with the people on Twitter, hating on Roman Reigns, just hating on the WWE product in general, making fun of Triple H, you know, just the works. And still, to this day, whenever WWE fires back in any sort, oh, they shouldn't do that. They're above, they should be above this because they're the blah, 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 multi-million dollar company. And it's just like, what about AEW doing all their stuff week to week and still to this day, when they were making fun of uh, the Saudi Arabia stuff. Yeah, they made fun of everything. <laughs> like, are you serious? And then, you know, I, I see I see a whole bunch of stuff online where it's just like, you know, the Young Bucks was on Twitter because they loved us. They did everything because they loved us. Like, come on, son. They were selling you t-shirts. I'm going to actually they... segue into another person, uh, Seth Rollins, okay? So Seth has... Obviously had some Twitter controversy. I'm sure he'll address uh, in the 24 special that they're going to air tonight on the uh, (laughs) network. But it's like the same thing when he has pride in his company, when he, you know, him and Will Ospreay kind of had that back and forth and they pieced it up afterwards. Okay, but which pieced it up and everybody ignored that because everybody still wanted to dunk on Seth Rollins. That happened. And. It was like the sky was falling. You know what I mean? Like it was like (laughs) absolute ridiculousness. So, will they return to Twitter? Um, We'll see. Uh, You know, uh, maybe they'll just have somebody run their Twitter's Twitter account for them. But um, you know, like (laughs) if it's if it's the same person that's running their AEW Twitter page, Lord help us. Oh yeah, that uh, Camilla Cabello thing that they retweeted—that that was really, really poor timing. Uh, I would, I will have to say. How tone deaf, like just not, not something that you would want to do. Yeah, but it's AEW, baby. <laughs> not to okay. So talking about that, not to go overly negative about them. Um, <laughs> they did have a show. If you, I mean, they had their winter finale. Um. Both shows, AOW Dynamite and NXT, went commercial free. Uh, oh, oh man, I didn't even notice that. Well, they well the beginnings went commercial free because Adam Cole and Finn Balor oh. was commercial free. But then I also noticed that uh, you know Kenny and Hangman and uh, the Lucha Brothers are commercial free as well. So as we, why come- would you go commercial free for that and not for um the title match? True. Well, they're trying to. I mean, I mean they're trying to counter. You know, obviously trying to counter. Your yeah, yeah. Counter. 
um, because counter programming, baby. Because uh, for what I was reading, uh, TNT had did some research where where you know when AEW goes on break, people would turn to go watch NXT, or when AEW uh, went off air. Obviously, NXT has an overrun, so everybody went and uh, yeah, everybody just runs to yeah, NXT. Everybody went to NXT, so mm. like I guess it was to kind of counteract that. Um, this show specifically, there were wrestlers with multiple storylines. So <laughs> Kenny and Hangman, obviously, they went with the Lucha Brothers. I like we talked about it. I thought this was a fine match. Like they did, yeah. you know, like. They did their thing. Um, I'm not a big fan of the team of Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Because, uh, like, they're, they're trying to, like, you know, Hangman Page did distance himself, quote-unquote, from the elite. And then uh, Excalibur mentioned that last week. But then he decides to team up with Kenny that's on the elite. And that's a little weird. And then, you know, Adam Page like, obviously has, like, some sort of, like, disdain for Kenny or just, like, you know, just wants to get the job done. What is this, like, just get a different partner. Yeah, true. Uh, like, uh, Pentagon and uh, Hangman had that long thing with the serial and then the cowboy mm-hmm. shit thing they had. Duh. <laughs> it, it Pentagon went, you gotta stop that. Yeah, it went, like... You gotta stop that. that. Like I said, like, match was fine, but that went a little too long. Um, Every match where he takes three minutes to take the glove off and do the zero to like... I think it was fine on the indies because, you know, I would see a Pentagon Jr. match every now and then. But uh, every week where he takes three minutes to do that, come on, son. <laughs> um, so they, like what you mentioned, like they played off the Kenny and Hangman distinction. <clears throat> so like, you know, Kenny hits the buckshot lariat on Kenny. I mean, Hangman hits the buckshot lariat on Kenny and then... You know, Lucha Brothers get the win. But right after that loss, Pac comes on screen. And then he, he's <laughs> like, hey, remember me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we still have unfinished business. Well, and like, he goes to Michael Nalazawa. So Kenny goes to the back. And it's weird because Hangman is... It's like Hangman is helping him trying to find Nakazawa. So I'm like, yeah, what just happened? Like, you guys, like, he just cost you the match. And then, like, you're helping. Yeah. Like, you guys are trying to run two angles at the same time. And it's just like, come on. That's not how you do it. Especially, like, Pac begging for a rubber match. Like, just jump him or something. (laughs) Just beat him up. Yeah, I feel like they're they're trying to play off, you know, like, Pac trying to be, like, this maniacal guy. And, like, slowly torture Kenny. But it came off a little bit awkward because Kenny and Hangman were just arguing in the ring. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Mm. But that's not the last <laughs> that we've seen. That, that's not the last we're going to see of Kenny in another angle. Yeah. Gotta, uh, gotta get as much as you can. So... To go forward, we had another tag match. What did you think about Cody and Darby teaming up against Butcher and Blade? 
Did you like that um, video better than last week? Second time the charm. Um, I don't. I don't know why we had to. Why did we have to go to the QT Marshall match to get this good match? But I actually thought the team. I thought the team of Kenny. I mean, Cody and Darby Allen is really good. And I'm kind of confused why they're going to be having a match again at the top of the year. I liked how Cody and Darby played off of each other. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. Darby is like you know like the smaller of the two, right? But he used his agility really well, especially working working with Butcher. Um, mm-hmm. Cody, I mean, there were some miscues, uh, basically with like tags, and I feel like that's a lot. That covers a lot That's with uh, and, uh, tag matches in NXT as they're trying to mm-hmm. just figure out like the tag rules. But I like that. I like Cody going with another finisher. Like he went for like that uh, the Cody cutter instead of going for the crossroads. I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, with you, I mean, they need another match, obviously, because the New Year's Day. Uh, AOW Dynamite is going to be big for them. I, I obviously because you're starting a new year. Yeah. I have no idea. Going off that, I have no idea if standings are going to reset. I know there's oh, a yeah. rumor with that, but like, I don't know. There's no official word with that. But I thought that Cody and Darby had a good match before then, and I, but I this time when they fight. I want a definitive winner. Mm-hmm. I don't want any tie. I don't want any yeah. of that. Like, I, I have a winner or loser. Yeah, we're definitely getting a definitive winner this time around. Um, how do you feel? Uh, like, how do they? Wait, <laughs> where does Butcher and Blade go from here? You know. Okay, so obviously Butcher and Blade were hired by MJF, um, which makes. Whatever. So, like, Cody is... Uh, okay, so it looks like Cody's roadblock getting to MJF because MJF said that he would announce the stipulations for them to fight on the New Year's Day show. Butcher and Blade, um, it kind of goes off of what Sean Spears and Tully says in, like, some, like, promo where they're, like, you know, tag team... Um, wrestling really matters in ALW. I feel like they just have too many mm-hmm. tag teams. But so, I, I just think they put uh I think they put Butcher and Blade in like a, a weird position. Like they shouldn't have been hired from NJF. This should have been something that was intertwined with uh Allie getting uh her hair clipped by uh by uh Awesome Kong. And I don't know, I, I just thought uh it was a little weird for uh, this time around. Yeah, I like it's like two parts with that, right? So like, mm-hmm. where does Allie go? Because Allie's still yeah. Where does Butcher and Blade go? And then like Butcher and Blade, like I like them as a team. Like, do you have them do single <laughs> matches? Like, I don't know. You know, like it's just way. I think there's way too many tag teams, and then I think there's a lot less singles. You know what I mean? Like. You have to build up... ALW has to build up their singles competitors. You know what I mean? Like, but I I do want to see... I do want to see more Butcher and Blade. Like, obviously, SCU is going to need... They're really good. They're going to need 
challengers. It's basically, you know, what happened at the end of the show. So Jericho and Jungle Boy had their match. Uh, it was a 10-minute challenge. So it wasn't I... a full match. Jungle Boy, you're a fool. Why would you set yourself up like that? I thought, uh, you know, I thought the match was really cool going into it, but the, you know, can Jungle Boy defeat Jericho in ten minutes? I was just like, no way in hell. Like that, that's that would have been a that would have been a stipulation that I would want if I was going up uh, against Chris Jericho in my first ever, you know. Uh, like a title match on AEW. So I knew that there would have to be a way to get Jungle Boy over without Jericho losing. Like Jericho <clears throat> not losing. I yeah. thought that, you know, Jungle Boy not tapping out to the walls of Jericho was great. I think it did do wonders for him because he did get offense on Jericho. Um you know, the extra five minutes thing where Jungle Boy almost pins him and then Jericho kind of leaves. I'm like, all right, this is a good angle. You know what I mean? But I think it was mm-hmm. undercut as soon as Jericho gets the mic and he starts talking about Moxley. Because I'm like, you still kind of have unfinished business with Jungle Boy. Like, Jungle Boy almost beat you. Jungle Boy survived 10 oh, minutes yeah. with you. He's still, you know what I mean? Like, you can do this again. But it's like he immediately went. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, we're still waiting for you, Moxley, to see if you want to join the inner circle. And I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You still got hit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely took away a lot from Jungle Boy doing that. And this is AEW again trying to run two angles at the same time. I know they're trying to prolong, you know, the eventual title match between those two. And after last week where Jericho invites... Moxley into the uh, inner circle, you kind of want to just take a step back and, you know, let Moxley, you know, like let him do his promo or whatever. Just like leave it in Moxley's hands. You didn't have to like mention him again. Yeah, no Moxley this week. Um, Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really sure where he is. I know next, in, in a couple weeks, He's got a date. Him and Jericho have a date at Wrestle Kingdom. So, uh, oh, true. Yeah, uh, Jer- Jericho's got Tanahashi, and then he's got Archer for for that U.S. belt. But um, like I said, I think the match itself was good. It's just that, like you know, what I mean, you can hold off that angle because you most likely will not have Jericho versus Moxley until February. You have time. You have. A month and a half to get to this. Yeah. So, the women's... Everything that happened with the women... Okay, let's get into it. Awesome Kong wrestles against, you know, a jobber. And she looks dominant. Which... Uh... Not for me. Um, Well, yeah, she looked dominant where, you know, she beat him very fast. But... We haven't seen Awesome Kong in the ring in a fairly long time. So I would have liked if uh, Kong did the thing where Nyla Rose does, where, you know, she could clearly beat him, but, like, she just want to showcase more more that she can do 
or you know just be a dick and uh, just beat him up some more. I wish we got that from Asa Kong here because I particularly don't know her offense right right now. So I'm just like, you know, can she really go go or you know stuff like that? Yeah, I don't. I, like I said, like from like reports I've read and stuff like that, Awesome Kong is still she's not kind of as mobile. One hundred. So yeah, I I would have liked if she just did some powerhouse stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't. You know, maybe. You know, hopefully down the road. Uh, yeah. So you have that, and then the number one contenders match with. Chris Statlander and Britt Baker, I thought this was, um, I thought they really, I thought they worked together. Maybe it lagged a little bit, but I, I liked how they kind of picked it up at the end. I'm like, poor Britt Baker, like, you know what I mean? She has to, she's putting over somebody uh, mm-hmm. who just kind of came there. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know where kind of Britt goes from here because... You know, she I don't, was the first I don't know one what signed. they're doing with that girl. Yeah, like she was the first one signed. They were building her up for something. And then now she, you know, it's like Chris is the now she's Now she's the person that puts people over now, even though she's fairly like fresh herself. And I'm just like, come on, AEW. She, like, she was the first signee. Then, you know, like, just like, just like two weeks ago, I think, she was, like, a meme. And now she's here putting over Chris Statlander, who honestly deserves it. She's probably, uh, she's one of my favorites next to Shauna. Uh, but they, they're kind of just, like, you know, going through the motions with her. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, I'm not really sure where Britt goes. Like, hopefully, she kind of funnels back into. Um, they, they should have did the best of seven series with uh, with B Priestley, bro. I'm telling you, that was gold. Is, is B <laughs> in Stardom right now? Because I know Stardom is finishing up. I, I, I haven't, I uh, haven't been keeping up with Stardom recently. But uh, no, nah, I don't think she has any Stardom bookings recently. I could check right now. Because I know, uh, I guess I know I B had like an AOW dark match. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm like... Stardom. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen any gifts or anything of B Priestley. Uh, I oh, am... I uh, like, kind of going on Stardom, I am looking forward to uh, what, Julia versus Hana, Hana Kimura. I, I am looking uh, forward to that. I am too, but I'm very, very sad that Hazuki will be retiring. Yeah. That that is the saddest thing on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so sad in my life. But like when you know, now that I have all this downtime, I'm probably gonna like try and uh watch all of her matches before she goes. So with that, Chris Statlander, you know, she was gonna do uh, she's gonna do a promo, and then Brandy comes out because, if you remember, uh, Brandy, Brandy, Brandy needs to show up. <laughs> Brandy jo- offered her to join the Nightmare Collective. Chris turns her down, and she hits her. Uh, she spikes her with her heel, and that's <laughs> that's how that ends. So, 
Is it going to be Chris versus Riho? Hey, we saw Riho. You know what I mean? We saw, we saw her in the crowd. So it's like she's there. She's alive. <laughs> for the title. But obviously there's going to be some uh, tomfoolery because you still you have the Nightmare Collective hanging in the background. Mm-hmm. How do you, feel, okay, so how do you feel about the Nightmare Collective as a whole and kind of Brandy being the at the forefront of this? I think Brandy Rhodes is taking away a lot of precious time from women that actually deserve it on the show. Um, I I don't know why she's getting so much promo time and vignettes and stuff like that. And why are all like, you know, why is the con- like why is the content that kind of eases us in to some of these new wrestlers like Shauna shoved on dark, like uh. Just a couple weeks ago, AEW Dark, they had it like they had like a biography or just, you know, just like a career like wrap up or just something, you know, just highlighting the career of Shauna, who was a French wrestler, never really got big or anything, and then she quit wrestling and then AEW called her. And now she's here doing her like, you know, really good stuff. Like that would have been nice to have last week. That would have been nice to have a week before she debuted yeah you know yeah like even this week right the jungle boy uh the jungle boy stuff they did with him training for jericho um Mm -hmm. even the young bucks vignette that they had this is great but like they had one for shauna they had one for big swole that was amazing guess what it's on aow dark i think that you need to start with all these signees and all these women that you're signing I think that you need to start putting this on the main show. Like, even Emmy yeah. still is, like, on Twitter, like, talking about her Emmy. her, her storylines. And I'm like, dude, like, that's... Let's get this on the show. Like, obviously, like, like these, these female wrestlers have a, a good story to tell. They have inspiring stories to tell. I want to see it on the main yeah. show because, like, you know, not as... If you looked at the AOW Dark views lately, like they're getting lower and lower as you go week to week if you don't have somebody from the elite on there. And I think that's a disservice to a lot of AOW's up and coming talent. Which I I've been saying that for a really long time. Like you have to get people used to these new people that aren't the elite on the shows. Because, you know, everybody kind of just came in for them. And then when they're not on the show, you're going to leave, you're leaving a lot of people with like a, you know, whatever, you know, just all lower card people when they're not. These are really good wrestlers and you never truly see that because Brandy needs TV time, like a promo on TV, and she needs a promo to cut uh, in a vignette. Yeah, she had both. Like, who's that bald guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think that shit, though. Man, that shit could be anybody. Yeah. It don't matter. It's just whatever, man. Yeah, like, I even see on Twitter, like, people sharing the, like, the, you know, look at this big swole promo. This is amazing. I'm like, all right, that'd be great if they could show it on the main show. Hopefully, like, when we, like, when we get to our year-end show next, you know, uh, on Friday, like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll mention... Things that like both uh, 
organizations could kind of improve on. Uh, yeah. To end the show, we got to talk about Bucks and SCU and the infamous Dark Order ending. Okay. Uh, um, what did you think about Bucks and SCU first to start off? I think SCU are great. Scorpio's um, great. He's good. Yeah, I think Scorpio's really, I think he's really good. Fantastic performer. Uh, probably like the highlight in that tag division. Um, do Young Bucks do Young Buck things? Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of just copy and paste for yeah. me at this point. I'm not really wowed by anything. Uh, but you know they had a really good match. Uh, I thought they worked well together. Do you think that um, SCU? I'm glad the Bucks uh, didn't win. <laughs> do you think that SCU retaining is the right call here, or do you think that you know the young absolutely team? okay? I don't like. I don't think anybody in the elite should have any gold. Um, for one, it does. It looks, you know, it looks like LOL Booker booked himself to win. You know, kind of like that's kind of shitty. Um, but then, like. SCU was over. He, they're like one of the few people that are that aren't the elite that are like naturally over. So, like, as a follow-up question to that, because I've seen this spoken by people, um, do you think that the elite, Kenny, uh, Hangman, Cody, the Young Bucks, do you think that they're losing too much? Because as we. T- before we talk about this Dark Order uh, angle, one of the criticisms that I've seen is that the Elite lose way too much to the point where when the Elite loses and tries to put people over now, it doesn't really mean anything because uh, like, Kenny has lost valued. so much. Like, Cody, has, um, he got beat up back-to-back weeks. So, like, are they losing too much? I think AEW needs to chill out on, you know, brawls in general, but um I I only think Kenny is losing far too much. Like I think at the top of the year people were just like, Oh man, where does Kenny go? Like everybody like it was all eyes on Kenny after Wrestle Kingdom, you know? And like now he's more or less just a guy. Like if they had a mid card belt, like that belt is for Kenny now. Like I don't see I don't see him being, you know, that champion any you know, the champion that carries the brand like that anymore. Think about this time last year, Kenny is IWGP heavyweight champion getting ready to go into a Wrestle Kingdom to fight Tanahashi. Think about where he is now. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and even and, like speaking to people about AOW, people are like, Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler. Other than like you hear about Cody, Cody, I feel mm-hmm. he has that 70s, 80s uh, like babyface to him. Like, even with his like promos and everything like that, they're like, Kenny's my favorite wrestler. I think, yeah, you know, he's been eating up a lot of wins on Dark, I've, I've noticed to kind of like yeah, back into like, the fold. Yeah. So, and then. Goes on TV and he loses. Yeah. Um. So. So. Uh, go ahead. Oh wait. Um. Eventually they're gonna do the Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page, and 
I don't think Hangman Page should be winning that match. I think that should be the turn for Kenny for him to become the best belt machine again. I feel like we're all waiting for that. Like, can Kenny like, be, yeah, like, can Kenny right, be that guy? Yeah. Like, right now, he's really just a guy right now. Kenny should be so much bigger than he is on AEW. Yeah. To end the show, um, Dark Order comes out. Uh, they've been building him up kind of for weeks again because, like, they tried to do that and all out. Uh, with you know mm-hmm. Vigenets and of course uh, Reynolds and Silver were in that, so they surround the ring and they beat up SCU and the Bucks. Kenny comes out, he gets beat up. Uh, they are triumphant, and we find out that Reynolds and Silver joined the Dark Order. And commentary surprise, actually surprise surprise. So like <laughs> commentary actually alludes to um. Hangman Page not being there. So I was like, okay, well, like, is Hangman Page going to join the Dark I, I doubt that he joins the Dark Order. I hope not. Uh, I, I, I think is uh, them highlighting that he doesn't really, like, you know, he's not really there for the Elite anymore. And it's just like, oh, okay, I guess. I don't, I don't see Kenny, you know, next week pressing Hangman Page about it because he has to worry about Pac. Yeah. So they end with uh, Matt, a bloody Matt Jackson and uh, like them standing over it. A lot of people have criticized this. A lot of people said this was cold. They don't understand why they're doing Dark Order kind of ending things. I give credit that they're trying to uh, put over somebody else, but I, don't, I just don't think that Dark Order is working right now. Obviously, time will tell. If they're going to open up with mm-hmm. it on the uh, New Year's show to kind of pay off and see what they're doing. But I don't know. You like, you remember you remember when they first debuted? People were like, who are they? Or just like, yeah, people were never really high on Dark Order at all, you know? And for them to re-debut, I'm just like, oh, y'all could have saved this for another time. You know, uh, especially if you're going to come out with two new members that also don't excite anybody. Yeah, it's like, ah, like, Silver and Reynolds. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, yeah. all right. Like, nobody was ever high on um, Dark Order, so I thought it was weird for them to, like, to honestly put this much effort into it. Yeah, it's just, I... We'll see where it goes. You know, like, I yeah. don't, like, are the Dark Order now going to attack Kenny? This is the third storyline he's in. Well, are they are they going to be going after the Inner Circle? Yeah, are they going to go after the Inner Circle, who is, I guess, fighting Jurassic Express? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like mm-hmm. all these a lot of, factions a lot of are, things are getting intertwined. Tangled up. You know what I mean? Together. And I hope with the start of the new year that they start getting some clarity into this like are, are the bucks and dark order the the road now are the dark order going to go after the scu and the tag titles like let's get some clarity to see where this go- i will okay i you know i didn't like the ending but i will give i'll give them the benefit of the doubt to see where this goes they're trying to get yeah this is the last time listen 
This is the second time they're trying to get Dark over. This is the last time for me to buy into it. If you can't get them over <laughs> after this, after all the promos, all the videos, uh, the uh, the glitch thing that they did at the beginning of Dynamite, you mm-hmm. gotta stop. And and I I thought the I thought the vignettes were really cool, like the uh, you know the pseudo. Uh, Colts, uh, Colts and recruitment videos. Like I thought, they were pretty cool. Yeah. So that is that does it for the 2019. Uh, wait, How do you feel about all the backlash that one dude is getting? Oh, the, for the throwing guy. those okay abysmal punches that will scare him out the business. Well, the thing is, like, not only did he get criticized by the guy that he was fake punching. Dustin Rhodes. He got criticized by mm-hmm. other wrestlers. He got criticized by Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> um, WWE Hall of Famers. People are trying to take credit. Uh, you know, trying to take the arrows for it. Uh, I'm just like, for real? I mean, it was bad. Yeah, It yeah. looked bad. Um, I don't know who that guy is. I don't I, think they've identified <laughs> him yet. But um I think I think the people that are like no don't you know be so mean or like you guys are being so mean you guys are gonna run him out the business yada yada and I was just like damn really <laughs> yeah, right, it's like that he's a creeper you know what I mean Everybody, like he had a mask on yeah, so yeah. like he could just he, he he's a faceless dude if he doesn't have any, and like, uh, tattoos on his hand like people like identifying Slipknot members and who they are, then he's good. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's fine. Okay. Like, um, yeah. And it's just like, he's a mass dude. Like he'll be okay. If anything, when he's unmasked or when he goes back out there again, he'll just do a better job. I think like everybody's being like, you know, trying to baby him. And I'm just like, okay. But whenever a woman botch is something, you guys, like go insane. And Charlotte, like when Charlotte did that stuff, like with, with Kari, like when Charlotte does anything. There was like a compilation of Charlotte botches on Twitter and Reddit within the first hour of somebody saying something. Yeah, like whatever. I I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Uh, also, I I do think that uh, Dustin is kind of a. Uh, kind of mean for like you know airing him out like yeah, that i thought that i'm like okay I, dustin that's a little i think yeah i think his i think his apology was the only one that was needed he didn't need to air him out like that that was mean man like you know what i mean like yeah. I get it he's like this you know this wouldn't fly and, and, and like something like he all he was saying i'm like okay all right you know what i mean like and then he apologized i'm like dude come on you know <laughs> So but all right, yeah. NXT. Um, would it be safe to say that this a, this was takeover esque? What a way to end the year! Now, um, it would be it would be takeover s if they had uh, uh, if they had the tag titles on the line, tag titles, Matt Riddle. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I'm like Matt Riddle's not even on the show. Yeah. Like, oh wow, like, um. <laughs> Now, we, when we were talking about NXT 
uh, in the beginning of the war report, we were we said like great matches, but no emotional payoff with storylines. Look now, being in December and looking at Adam Cole and Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler, look where how far we've come. Right, like uh, I think like the first three weeks of like you know the quote unquote war, you know both shows were fairly aimless. And then, you know, WWE announces their first pay-per-view. And I was just like, all right, you know, then, you know, Finn Balor came and stuff started, uh, you know, funneling in together. So, Adam Cole and Finn Balor. I knew this was going to be great. Adam Cole, um, I mean, I've not, I haven't finalized this yet, but Adam Cole is kind of a shoo-in for my wrestler of the year. Uh, especially like he's closed the gap within the last few months. I haven't decided it yet, but um, this was a great match. How could he not? Based on his fall, al- Ooh. based on his fall alone, he's been crushing it. It's his run has been amazing. Like Morrow kind of men- uh, like mentioned that he defended the title. He defended the title on Raw, SmackDown, and, and NXT. Like that's amazing. This guy with a fracture in his his accolades are like like up there. I think when I started the year, I was like Johnny Gargano. Like this guy's having an unreal beginning (laughs) of the year. But just the stuff that Adam Cole has done from the end of October to December, it's he went on a like James Harden scoring run for wrestling. Oh yeah. Um, I thought this match was great. I didn't think that Finn Balor was going to win. I didn't think that that would be the right call. Of course, the Ghost of Christmas Past. Johnny Gargano comes back. It's good to have him back because uh, I was kind of worried for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Adam Cole gets the win, and Johnny Gargano lays the hell out of <laughs> Finn Balor with a chair. Yeah. What do you think about the match? What do you think uh, about I'm. Johnny I'm. <clears throat> Excuse me, I got the hiccups. <laughs> but uh, I am really glad to see Johnny Gorgano back. But the match alone, the match alone was really, really good. Um, better than I, uh, better than I thought it would be. Um, I'm kind of glad that they, you know, held off on the uh, the Champa thing. I feel like I, I feel like they're gonna U-turn into that starting the new year. But yeah. Finn Balor uh, shows that he's still like he's still he's just a real good wrestler, and Adam Cole is also like an amazing wrestler as well. I like I like Keith Lee a lot, but Adam Cole is definitely like NXT's like MVP. How do you feel about the Dusty Rhodes Classic coming back? It is back for 2020. Uh, Forgotten Sons have something to do. I'm trying to think of like the tag teams that they could have. I think somebody on Twitter mentioned that, hey, the revival could come back. And I'm like, they could. They could. Um, I don't know. Uh, I can't. Um, I think I saw something about Brizongo or Fandango having surgery recently. Yeah, yeah Tommy's so, having surgery. He's going to be out for a while. That sucks. But I wish he was a part of it. Um, 
Let's get some NXT UK guys in there. Yes, please. Let's get Young Grizzle Vets over here. Um. Uh, what is it? Um. Flash Gordon. What is Mark Andrews and yeah? What is their tag team name? I forget what their name is. I know their individual names. Let's get them over here. Yeah. Uh, Imperium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fox or Bartel. Yeah. Uh, so Sorry, they're going to be in a crazy uh, four-way match uh, at Blackpool at the top of the year. Oh yeah, Blackpool is soon. Yeah, we got to watch that too. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, we got to start getting <laughs> catched up on uh, NXT UK. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Well, I mean, but, uh... I mean, basically, I mean, basically, we'll watch. You know, I'm gonna we'll read as much as I can. <laughs> Um, all right, Io Shirai and Santana. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Io Shirai and Santana Garrett. Uh, let me wait. I had something in my notes about this. Uh, Santana Garrett uh, has a very impressive showing here. She re- definitely redeemed herself from that match with Tanara. Yeah, I like that Io kind of gave her offense here. Uh, Io, of course, mm-hmm. is great. Uh, you know, Santana looked better. Uh, even yeah. in defeat, like, Santana was like, oh, okay, like, she's got an impressive showing. Like, yeah. that's what it was. Oh. How'd you feel about Cameron? I Grimes, can't wait to see. Uh, beating Kushida. Oh. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> nah, man. Are you serious? Yeah. I ain't with it. <laughs> I man, I was so high at, in the beginning what they were doing to Kushida, which Kushida. Now I feel after the Walter like match and him getting the injury that he's just the guy there now. You know, I I don't want Kushida to be that. You know, maybe he challenges like... or like you know. With Garza, but like I don't want a, I don't want Kushida to kind of fall into that NXT Mick Carter uh, hole I, that I a want lot him, of people fall into. Yeah, I want him to be. Uh, I want him to be North American champion. Uh, the thing is with the cruiserweight title, which uh, is that there's not a lot of long championship reigns. No. I think Buddy Murphy still has, like, the longest one. Mm -hmm. And also, like, that blocks us... Well, that blocks Kushida from having matches with people like DiJack or Keith Lee. And his his submission style works better with bigger guys. Like, he can sell that. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I would love to see him uh, challenge for that North American title. But, like, there's always uh, Lumen in the background, Velveteen Dream. But I think that it's time for Velveteen to go for the main title. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just thought... uh, Cheetah, man. Yeah, he lost. Did when, when I saw Cameron Grimes get the three, big old question mark on my face. I was just like, (laughs) what is going on here? Ah. Damian Priest and Killian Dane. 
Dillian Killing is a loss. Damien continues his winning ways. I don't know. This better be the last match they have. Yes, please. Please end this feud. This match into the the Kushida match, which I thought was really good, but you know, the result kind of like sucked the air out of me. And then seeing Killian and Dane walk out for them to have a match, I was just like, oh, brother. I like. I don't want to see these two guys wrestle anymore. Like I just don't. I just really don't care about Killian Dane. Uh, yeah, I. Maybe you move him up. Okay, I gotta stop saying that. Maybe you move him to. No, not move him up. Move him just away. Just <laughs> keep him off TV for a while. Do you, <laughs> do you want him to move? To NXT UK, maybe like I don't know. He was like just just off just off TV for a little bit until they got signed. Cool for him to do. <laughs> oh man, um, Mister Second Hour is back. Pete Dunn versus the NXT UK representative Travis Banks as they hype I have to collide. I have to say this is probably like this stretch. This three-match stretch, shoot me. <laughs> uh, you have Kushida lose. I gotta watch a I gotta watch a Killian Day match again, and now I have to watch another Travis Banks match versus two dudes that are basically NXT UK. So how is this a world collide? Yeah, I'm like. I I don't think that they fought each other over NXT UK. But it was like, but oh, I'm they're basically NXT UK. NXT UK. Yeah, like, I, I kind of like, they should have had him and Matt Riddle. I thought that would have been cool. You know what, Travis? Just to have Matt Riddle on the episode, you know? Yeah, my man, Matt Riddle, uh, Keith Lee, they were, they were rested. You know what I mean? Like, they were, <laughs> mm-hmm. they were uh, chilling out. Uh, Pete Dunn gets the win. I don't know. That's another guy that I'm not even sure where he goes. Like I mentioned that big. Uh, oh, go ahead. I mentioned that you got to either move him to Raw or SmackDown. There's nothing else for him to do. There's nothing like. Uh, is he gonna go after the main championship? Like he already, you know what I mean? Like he already fought Cole. I yeah. Like what else? Uh, what else for him to do? You got to start moving some I, of these guys. Like it's just like yeah, especially I I. I don't get it, man. Like, this, like a lot. There's a lot of like. Uh, there's nothing really moving on the mid card, you know. So it's just like, y'all got to do something with Pete. <laughs> uh, would you? So, would you think about the Coda's promo? Uh, she, of course, got the win over Mia. Uh, they mentioned that she, you know, got suplexed through two tables. So she had six staples, which is like, I got the win, and she's coming for yeah. whoever. So I think that they're setting up for what we'll talk about in a little bit. So you have EO and Dakota set up as big future heels. Gotta love it. I, I love heel Dakota. Kaya, I think she's doing a great job in this role. Now, um, I 
to be honest, I can't even believe that I'm even talking about this right now. I can't believe that I'm even saying this. <laughs> I can't believe that this actually happened. Uh, the day has come. There's a new queen in NXT. Rhea Ripley beat Shayna Baszler. She won. She, I, like, was holding the title up and beat her and pinned the her. The bell rung. The bell rung. The ref raised her hand. Shayna left to the back. Uh, people, you know, lifted up Rhea like Rocky. There were kids. There yeah. were fans. Candice LeRae was there. She, she won. Like I, I, I don't, I can't believe it. Like four hundred plus days of Shayna being champion, she finally dropped it. And what a, like, monstrous title reign. Yeah, what a what a title reign. Shayna's amazing. You know, like. I think that she's one of the best. She's been one of the best heels in the sport. I um I know a lot of people would kind of like criticize her a little bit, but like I think she was great. Uh, this match, you know, they really went hard on everything. Uh, Rhea like having the elbow and her not, you know, Shayna not doing the typical elbow spot and doing it on the mm-hmm. steps. Uh, you know. The horsewomen helping and then getting thrown out. I thought that was a nice little touch. She was like, all right, Shayna's got to do this by herself, which she has in the past, but like since she's had, you know, she's mm-hmm. had help. Um, Shayna kind of powering out of it and like grabbing the ref before she's almost tapped out, you know, doing the riptide from. Um, Rhea Ripley, like standing in that choke for a really long time. I was just like, man, please don't, don't do me like y'all did, uh, Bianca Belair. I thought it was because that, that had me so sad. I was like, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I was like, I've seen, I've seen this story before, and um, yeah, and I was just like, come on, honey, your legs long, you can do it. <laughs> uh, she had mentioned that she got help from Cesaro on how to pull the Riptide off from the second uh, turnbuckle. Fire. Fire. Because, like, you actually sell Shayna from, like, you know, doing a super riptide to lose. So that helps her in the field. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you two questions. Where do you think Shayna goes after this? Do you think that she's gone? And who do you think Rhea's first opponent is going to be afterwards? I think... Shayna should go away. Please let the like. There's a new breath of fresh air. We don't need you choking the life out of it. Um, I I think Shayna could. She could just be off TV for a little bit. If if they do want to bring her back in, just let her take a step back. And I would like for her first opponent to be Bianca Belair. Okay. I also because I don't think they call him Bianca. No, they should though. Uh, I think I agree with you there. It's Royal Rumble time. Shayna should yeah. be there. Shayna 
first of all, from Survivor Series, has unfinished business. Okay, like yeah. Becky attacked her. You got to have. Let's get a call back from that. Becky needs new challengers. Um, when she's done with Oscar, eventually. Uh, we need somebody to win the Rumble. If you know. A certain someone does not come back immediately. Uh, bring Shane yeah. up, please, because SmackDown right now. Uh, <laughs> SmackDown is like. Yeesh. I watch. I watched SmackDown while I was in the hospital, and I was so mad that I did so. <laughs> I like that they got... Well, it was really cool to see them have, like, three women's matches back-to-back-to-back. But, um... That, uh... What is it? That Christmas 3 fight? Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. That Christmas 3 fight, and the the Revival losing, and then the the Revival coming back after commercial break. What happened to old-fashioned tag team... Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. Like, that's the same promo they was cut on Raw, like, two years ago against the Lucha House Party. Like, these dudes are so lame. Hey, hey, um, you know, there's an organization that loves tag teams that that would love them, I guess. You know, like... Like, oh, my God, just... Go somewhere else, and then Elias came and cut that weird ass song. I was just like, "Oops, excuse me." Uh, just cut it off. <laughs> uh, more <laughs> for more about uh, SmackDown. You could always listen to the A Show guys. I'm sure they're gonna. Oh boy, they're gonna. They're gonna yeah, talk about, I, they're gonna talk, I feel like they're gonna talk about. I feel that. like they they share the same the same sentiment. Um. Yeah. I I think that Shana, like, thank you. Uh, we thank you for your service in NXT, but it is time for you to move on to to better things. You've done all you can, and I think that the first challenger for Rhea should be Io. I, I think I, I think I'm gonna go with Io. I don't think you do the Cody. Yeah, definitely. I don't think that you. Oh, absolutely yeah, not. Mia still has... They still got some stuff. And the eventual, you know, Tegan Knox return. That's going to happen soon. Yeah. And Tegan has a depth to collect. Maybe getting her damn brace back. A big... A big debt. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, Dakota was watching... Literally watching the video of her attacking <laughs> in war games. Audio and everything. So... Um, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen before we get out of here. I, I want to get your thoughts on the recent, uh, entrance themes that has been coming out for, uh, NXT. Uh, Santana Garrett seems like it's like create a player music. Um, uh, you know, the only one that I've heard recently was Indy Hartwell's, which she's going by a new name that 
I don't remember right now, but uh, Justin sent it over to me, and I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good theme, and the fact that she has the theme already, that's that's good news. Ooh, these hiccups are not going away. Let me listen to Santana Garrett's theme real quick if I can type it in real fast. NXT theme. <laughs> I want to jump. Do you think that uh hmm do you think that the uh the CFO boys uh are missed? Oh, actually this uh I want to listen to her music that isn't the one from the May Young Classic. Yeah, like even uh even Rhea had like you know, she's got the brutality one. That's different than the one that she was doing for May Young. And thankfully, because... Oh, this theme is not fire. (laughs) Yeah, man, get CFO CFO back over there. So those uh, themes can... So those themes could eventually be on... uh, (laughs) Yeah, Apple Music. Music. I'm still sad EO's theme is not on there, man. That theme is so good. (laughs) Man... Makes me mad. Makes me r- real mad that you got to go through like uh, the YouTube loops with the crowds. The YouTube, the <laughs> like the, 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 the YouTube recreations. Oh yeah, somebody like re- recreated uh, EO Steam. They don't hit the. They don't hit the same key. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, wait, WWE music. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh, this might be a fake one. Yeah, I think they, I think they hit you with a fake one. Dang, man! I just want to hear El Steam. Yeah, like I said, you're gonna hear the Fruity Loops version of somebody like. <laughs> it's like about to kill him with this. Like, <laughs> oh, y'all are gonna post it? I bet. Right, my time to shine. <laughs> yeah, WWE need to do something, man. I really need uh I need those themes on um... themes. All right, uh, that's <laughs> that's the war report for this week. We'll be back uh, later in the week with our year end awards, both AEW and NXT. Uh, as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live. Cyrus, what we got this week? I know we got ERSBN, we got the A Show, we got the return of Two Belts. Who? Uh, summarize things for 2019. Uh-huh. We got, let's see, whoa. we got everything. We got a new uh, Lookout podcast. We got a new Big Eyes podcast, Jamal. We got a new Chatting with Nelson. Uh, we got another yeah. new I Am Not a Genius. Oh, brother, I gotta, li- I gotta listen <laughs> to that. I don't even know what Mark... Uh... Ooh, excuse me. That was a big one. I'm so sorry. Uh, but I got to listen to that one. I haven't, I haven't even seen the description yet. I think I think it came out when I uh, was, like, fresh out of sur- surgery, so I was asleep for a really yeah, long he's time. Yeah, talking about, like, they talk about, like, uh, <laughs> like a- Apple stuff. And, like, basically, what you know, if you are looking for a gift, I mean, you only got 
two, three videos left. Listen to the I Am Not a Genius. About, yeah. like Stuff about Apple, stuff about, you know, like electronics and tech to get your loved ones or, you know, a girlfriend or, you know, <laughs> one that you're thinking about getting yeah. would be a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a side piece. Maybe, you know, I don't know. But People, people swear they hate Apple, but trust me, you get them any Apple product for Christmas, man. They're going to start cheesing. <laughs> We also got new, like I said, uh, new first responders, and we got a new RSPN. We got something over for everybody in mm-hmm. uh, RSP Radio Live. Yep. Everyone. like, And probably more stuff coming out in 2020. Mm-hmm. For myself, for Johnny, yeah. and the Iron Man of R- RNC, Cyrus. <laughs> the hiccup man right now. Jesus. <laughs> we wish you a very Merry Christmas, and we'll get back to you on Friday. All right.